0: Consider the following, and some of the results you will hardly believe.
1: What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Teacher Turned Alchemist podcast, My name is Lydia. If you guys haven't joined me before, welcome, welcome. So glad that you're here, or maybe you're returning. Super pumped that you're back. But this podcast is essentially what I deem my verbal journal from being once a public school teacher to now being a commercial kombucha brewer. Basically, I ditched writing IEPs to brew some tea, and I'm bringing you along on my journey, and I'm just really excited to share all the crazy things that are happening, both good and bad. I'm really excited about today's episode because usually I jump right in and I share what I am sipping on, but today I thought I'd dedicate a whole episode to what I am sipping on, and I went to the grocery store and I bought a bunch of kombuchas. I thought, you know, this episode would be so much more fun if I could try some kombuchas with someone else. So today, for the very first time, I am bringing on a special guest. I've never had a guest onto the podcast, and I thought... Why not have a very, very special guest, especially to me? I brought on my husband, Sean. Hi, Sean. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Hey, how's it going?
1: (laughs) Welcome. Super excited that you're here. For those of you who don't know, yes, I am married. My husband's name is Sean. Uh, We've been together now how many years? Seven. Yeah, that was a test. You totally passed. Nice job. We've been together seven years, married for seven years. We've been together for over 10 now at this point. Um, And he has been so helpful to me in this journey so far, In more ways than I can probably explain in this podcast, but especially in this season, he has been the master bottle roller. When it comes to putting on my labels, right now we have a bunch of bottles that need to be labeled, and he spends night after night helping me label all of my bottles, and he wakes up with me each Saturday morning, and he helps me load in the very, very heavy coolers to the back of the car, and he often will stick with me at the market, and for those of you who are listening that are local to us, you often will see Sean alongside me helping out, so I hope you enjoy it.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Good. i do enjoy it
1: good well i thought it'd be really fun to bring along sean today and try out some of these kombuchas and what i did was i actually chose some kombucha brands that i feel like are basically everywhere when i go into walmart or target or, or there's a woodman's nearby or maybe a piggly wiggly at least in the midwest i see a lot of these big name kombucha brands and i thought it'd be fun if i brought along and we tried out some kombuchas But before we jump in and start trying some of those, I wanted to ask you, Sean, a couple questions about your kombucha journey. You know, at the beginning, when I was still trying to figure out what was next for me in this journey of mine, I wasn't sure 100% if it was kombucha. I was starting to make a bunch of kombucha at home because it was saving us money. I was really enjoying the creative process. But at what point did you feel like, Sean, that when I was making kombucha at home, did you ever feel like I was going to turn this into commercial?
0: No, probably not at first. I didn't think it was going to happen at first. Um, Not that I didn't think you had it in you. I just didn't think that was where your passion was going to go. And back then, I did not like kombucha. So I would have never envisioned a business around that. You know, obviously businesses were there, but I wouldn't have pictured you making one. I'm glad you did.
1: Now, when you say you didn't like kombucha, what did you not like about kombucha?
0: Uh, I was a big soda drinker, as you know. So I just didn't like the tart flavor. I was more into sweet flavors or sugary things like that. Um, Dr. Pepper mostly. So I wasn't big on the on the tart flavor.
1: Yeah. And then our house started kind of smelling, let's just say, a fermentation. But as some might say, it sounded, or it sounded, it smelled a little bit more foul. You know, fermentation has a unique smell. It's very sharp, very pungent vinegary smell. And so over time, I started filling up our kitchen with so many different brewing vessels that I had to make a choice. If I was going to make this bigger, I needed to expand and find a place of my own. So it's really taken off from there. And again, it's been so fun just having you along the Mm -hmm. journey. And I'm just really excited to see where it goes from here. But Today, I actually brought five different kombucha brands. And I did say that I mostly got all big box name kombuchas, but I did get one that was local to Wisconsin. So we're just gonna jump right in. I'm totally gonna do this ASMR thing and like open this. Oh yeah, that's the bottle cap there for you. We're gonna try out Hum Probiotic Kombucha. And this is a hopped grapefruit flavor. I'm gonna give this to you, Sean, in your Jack Daniels cup we're going to see you. how this is so hum kombucha which they say that it has less sugar with an asterisk mark and it's verified non-alcoholic i always found that very interesting and i'm not 100 percent sure on just that process of how they remove all of that but they do add in additional probiotics and vitamin b12 and of course hops and grapefruit let's try this out cheers cheers Hmm. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it is really that good. It almost
1: tastes like a beer.
0: I was thinking the exact same thing. It reminds me of an IPA.
1: Hmm.
0: Like a lighter IPA.
1: Yeah. So this has organic kombucha culture, green tea, black tea. It has white grape juice, apple juice, pineapple juice, and grapefruit juice. So although it's claiming grapefruit, like hopped grapefruit, yeah. do you taste the other flavors too?
0: I'm trying. I think maybe I can get a little bit of that pineapple in there kind of smoother feel to it
1: yeah this company is based out of oregon you know i've talked to a lot of people when they come up to me at the market and this brand does come up quite a bit the hum probiotic kombucha love the design on the bottle too so that was delicious that was good we should rank these
0: it wasn't overly carbonated or anything like that and it wasn't overly tart it had a somewhat sweet flavor to it
1: on a scale of one being you would never drink again to five being super drinkable. You'd totally do this again. What would you give it?
0: I'm going to go at least a
1: 3.8. Like 3.8? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right Gotta on. Got to add the
0: points in there because <laughs> okay. a 1 to 5 skill is too general. Right on. Got to be a little more specific.
1: I would give this probably a 4, like a solid 4. Yeah. I really enjoyed that hopped aspect. I would love to actually work with hops in one of my future brews, but... So many things right now on the back burner as I'm just trying to produce, but that's definitely something I'm thinking about for a flavor. All right, so jumping into the next one, I brought Health Aid Kombucha, and I got a kind of unique flavor. There's so many different fruity types of kombuchas out in the market, but this one is a blood orange carrot and ginger. All
0: right.
1: And this says on the front, bubbly probiotic tea for a happy gut. Healthy Kombucha, I've actually been following them for quite a while. This is a female-owned company, and she actually started off brewing, like most people I feel like do start, but brewing at home in her kitchen in glass jars. And what I find really unique, though, is as she continued to scale, she actually kept the glass jars as part of her model. And there's a really cool YouTube video online right now that shows her process, and she continues to use thousands upon thousands of glass jars to do fermentation in. So really unique. But healthy kombucha, let's try this out. Blood orange, carrot, ginger. Hmm. Carbonation is on point. Super bubbly. Hmm. The
0: ginger definitely pokes through there.
1: I was going to say the carrot pokes through. But yeah, now the ginger is coming out too.
0: I couldn't quite tell if I was tasting carrot or the blood orange. not sure I've ever had a blood orange.
1: I don't think I have either. You know, I don't know if I would put these flavors together. It's really unique. I'm not super huge fan of it. Like, I like the hop kombucha a little bit better, the, the hop grapefruit from before.
0: This one's not bad. It's a much more specific flavor, though. And I think, in my opinion, and this is my taste buds here, but I think the ginger, I think, carries it a little too far. I could do a, a toned-down ginger and maybe maybe just more of one of the other flavors, I guess, or maybe just less ginger in general.
1: Yeah, I agree. I feel like ginger is just one of those flavors that you definitely win a lot of people over on or you lose some people on. Like, it's a hit or miss. It's almost like uh, cilantro, you know, where people are like, oh, it's like soap, whereas others are like, oh, give me all the cilantro and the salsa. I feel like that's the same thing with ginger because gingerade from GTs was actually my first kombucha that i ever had and i love the ginger flavor so it's interesting that you said you didn't really love the kombucha uh ginger. no I mean, it, it was good well, it's just the ginger.
0: the ginger in general it just seemed like it was all i could taste i guess but then again i may not be familiar with the the blood orange flavor enough to appreciate it
1: are we going to surpass the
0: 3.8 no that one's going to be it was good i actually would still drink it um, same i'm just being over for no no good reason um but it's sitting at like a solid 3.5.
1: All right, so still up in the mid-3s. Yeah,
0: definitely drinkable. I'd say anything above a 3, I'd go buy it again.
1: Yeah, I definitely would drink this again. You know, I'm going to give it a 3.5 as well. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And uh, uh, speaking of GTs from the past and I drank Gingerade, I thought we'd definitely have to include a GTs flavor in this tasting. And so today, I mean, there's just so many, I I started on gingerade and my other favorite was uh guava goddess. It's this like bright pink kombucha. And a lot of people, when they say I've never tried it before, and they're going to go to the store, I tell them to pick out that guava goddess flavor because it's a little bit sweeter. It doesn't have that much of tang, but as you get acclimated to kombucha, I just feel like that acidity people really seem to enjoy. So today I actually got a different unique flavor. I got the heartbeat flavor, and this is a beautiful color. It is actually made from beets and beet juice. And if you didn't know, uh, GT Dave, who is like the OG of kombucha, like huge king of kombucha, um, he uses kiwi juice and fermentation one instead of organic cane sugar or, or honey, which is so unique to his brand, but super clean. I've always enjoyed GT's and uh, this is actually one of my personal favorites. The other ones that I have today I've never tried. I have tried this one in the past. but I don't think yeah. you've tried this one, Sean.
0: I don't know. But I bet I'm going to like it because you made a beet kombucha back in the day, and that was one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, you keep wanting me to bring that back. I might do that. It's a beautiful pink color. Ah, oh, this is so good. I love the earthiness of beets, but what do you think?
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could drink that all day. That beet flavor is just is it, not overpowering, but it's definitely there. It's definitely earthy, and it's just like this nice, unique blend. You know, it's nothing like I would normally drink, but it's, for some reason, something I definitely want to drink. Agreed. I really like that beet flavor.
1: Yeah, that beet flavor is definitely the most prevalent, but also in this brew, there is some more ginger and rosemary. You know, Mm -hmm. now that I read rosemary on the ingredients list, I can almost taste it, and I feel like it really complements the beet.
0: Yeah, and see, I, I guess I thought I was tasting ginger. I wasn't sure if I was... Coming from here, or the last sip that I just had of the other kombucha, um, but here the I definitely could taste the beet, so I don't think the ginger is overdone at all. I think it sits just fine where it's at. The beet comes through, and what was the other thing that was in there?
1: The the rosemary. Oh, the rosemary. Yeah. yeah
0: I'm not hundred percent sure I picked that up, or if I even would pick that up <laughs> with my taste buds.
1: Yeah, I I really enjoyed this one a lot. I would highly recommend this one if you guys haven't tried it before. Heartbeat. GT's Synergy and I love GT's and I'm just saying I love GT's but I really do this is where I originally started drinking kombucha I love it because you can also see the culture at the bottom you can look through the clear bottle not that the others you couldn't see but they have amber bottles so it's a little harder to see but it's just so cool to see the living culture at the bottom of each of GT's bottles so I would give this a solid 4.5
0: that's exactly where I was going to go with it 4.5 on the dot
1: All right, what are we breaking into next? Uh, We got Organic Brew Dr. Kombucha. And I got the ginger, but it's wild berry ginger. And it has blueberry, blackberry, ginger, and green tea. Okay. So, So, again, this is claiming, you know, it's organic. Alcohol is extracted. They're based out of Oregon. So, on the back of the bottle, it talks about the tasting notes. And I love how they described this. It says a fruit-forward blend of blueberry, blackberry, with a hint of Peruvian ginger juice. What is Peruvian (laughs) ginger juice? All right. Well, and it's brewed with a smooth green tea. All right. So let's try this out.
0: green tea, so.
1: Same. It's smoother than I feel like a black tea base. Oh, yeah. Do you hear that carbonation, Bubbly?
0: Mm. Let me see the front of the bottle a little bit better blueberry blackberry ginger green tea gingers and all these things Mm -hmm. definitely smell smell the berry
1: you know the nose of this is not the most appealing to me maybe it's because i'm not a huge wild berry fan but the nose of this was a little funky
0: i mean it's definitely berry forward the taste and everything is very berry forward which i don't think is bad it's different than the other kombuchas we had that's not a bad thing
1: I agree. It's definitely not a bad thing, but if I were to go back to the store and I had the lineup of what we've had so far, I wouldn't go for this one first.
0: Yeah, I think... Um,
1: Carbonation's on point.
0: And this is just my taste buds again, but I think I lean more towards the earthy, savory type of flavors than the sweet berry flavors, which is a change from what I used to do, but now it's kind of what I like. So that very berry, Ford blackberry and blueberry flavor. I mean, I know it's probably 100% organic and 100% natural and everything, but... It reminds me of like artificial flavoring of like a a Kool-Aid or something kind of like that, even though that's not what they're using. Of course, they're using all nice ingredients, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I would have to agree with you. It's, yeah, it just didn't hit the spot for me 100%. I'm sure there's other flavors that I'd probably like gravitate more towards, but... It's different. The color was beautiful with yeah. all the different berries. It was like a, a dark hue of like pink, blue, almost purpley. Yeah. So yeah, it was really nice. So I, I don't know. Based off of what we've had so far, I'd probably give this a three.
0: Man, that's exactly what I was going to. I already mm. had it in my head. Mm-hmm. We're toe it's like for we're toe. married or something. Yeah.
1: Toe for toe. I see
0: a place for this and I think it might be you know, I could see our niece and nephew loving this. Yeah. I and mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't love it. I bet I bet this on a nice hot summer day, it'd probably be it'd probably hit the spot. But again, it just doesn't have that earthiness that I tend to go for when I look for kombuchas or other drinks.
1: Yeah, I'd probably mix some vodka in there too.
0: That would taste good.
1: <laughs> I love how on the top, this is pretty cute too. It says from leaf to bottle. And then when you take off the cap, there's this little sloth on the inside. Yes, I said a little sloth. Isn't he cute? Yeah. And it says, ah, fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Super cute. So anyway, that was a brew Dr. Kombucha, Wildberry ginger. All right, so I got one more, and this one is actually more in Wisconsin. Okay. And I thought since we are from Wisconsin, well, we're living here presently, might as well get a Wisconsin kombucha. So I got Forage Kombucha, and they are based out of Fitchburg, Wisconsin. I don't know where that's at. It's probably no, a couple think, hours yeah. from us. We're on, like, the, the tail end of Wisconsin, like, right before you get to the board in Illinois. All right, this is a can.
0: Oh, yeah. Since we haven't heard of it, it's got to be far away. Or like a super, super small town. But...
1: Yeah, this is in a traditional can, looking really nice. It's a tropical kombucha, so maybe this one doesn't have ginger. I didn't know that I did that. So I feel this... like I can
0: smell it from right here. I'm oh, not gonna yeah. in. I feel like I can smell the tropicalness.
1: Tropicalness, yeah. yeah. I love this. Okay, so this is interesting. This is probably the first kombucha tea that I've bought that has oolong tea as the base. Which oolong is, tea. yeah, oolong tea, which just has, from what I've heard, a nice different finish, like a smooth finish. It has coconut, organic pineapple, mango, passion fruit. Is that lychee? Is that how you pronounce it? Lychee?
0: Probably. I don't think it'd be lychee.
1: <laughs> and kombucha Maybe. culture. Unpasteurized, raw. This sounds delicious. So let's check out this one. Ooh.
0: I can't smell it. Great carbonation. It already smells good.
1: Yeah, the nose of this is definitely (laughs) tropical-y. Yeah, it is.
0: It reminds me of like a Mm. Bahamas drink or something. Oh, wow. This is not what I was expecting for kombucha.
1: Yeah, you know, with this one, it's delicious. There's no denying it. This is absolutely delicious. But I will say there's one thing that I'm missing from this kombucha, and that is the kombucha tang. I'm missing that tang that I feel You're like right. with fermentation just like getcha.
0: Yeah, there's little, there's no. Uh, I want to call it no bite, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is kind of your classic kombucha characteristic, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is
0: interesting that I think about this is it reminds me of a wine. It's kind of has a dry feel to it, like a white wine.
1: Yeah, I could see that. You know, there are some more kombuchas on the market that I've been trying recently that kind of lack that tang. And it's more almost like a juice for it or like more of a dry finish. And I feel like there's a market for everybody. And I just like to see in kombucha that they're using raw culture, that it's unpasteurized because so many different people like companies are putting in extra stuff that really aren't needed for fermentation. But um, this is all natural. I wonder if it's the oolong tea base along with the coconut. You know, coconut. From what I've heard, again, I'm not a super professional. I'm still learning all the brewing ins and outs. That's for sure. But I, I've heard with coconut that it's one of the hardest things to brew with, because um, it really cuts through that that tang. So I wonder with, with the tea and the coconut if that just is giving us that flavor. But
0: I definitely, yeah, the coconut's definitely there.
1: Mhm.
0: You get the coconut something and maybe it's the tea base or something does give it a slight bit of a dry feel to me but that's kind of the two things I would say to describe it I don't know if there's a third dimension to it that would tell me that if I was drinking this not knowing what I was drinking that I would say I'm drinking kombucha like there's no clear identifier that says this is kombucha I guess but that's probably a good thing for a lot of people because like I said I didn't even used to like kombucha so I'd probably drink this and would have liked it much more back in the day now you're
1: slinging the boots you're doing awesome at markets it is like one of the most attractive things to me when i'm like hey I need to go to the bathroom really quick i'll be right back and so when i'm coming back to the booth i see him interacting with all these customers and he's giving the best spiel like oh what is kombucha oh it's a fermented tea like he is nailing it it is seriously he <laughs> really have it is just so cool to hear and I do believe you like if I were a customer I'd be like yeah you totally did kombucha and I feel like you feel good while you're drinking it and you know yeah
0: Yeah. no I definitely feel good drinking it I've uh finally worked my way up in the company enough that I get a free kombucha every day.
1: (laughs) This is true. Okay, I'll be honest, you guys, I wasn't making enough kombucha that I could bring it home and drink by myself. Nonetheless, Sean, uh, because I needed to sell it. Like it just wasn't It didn't make sense money wise to do that. But now I'm making enough kombucha that I can bring it home and Sean can drink it too. (laughs) Do you have a favorite of my kombuchas?
0: You know, I've been really trying to uh like witty more and i really have gotten to a spot where i actually really enjoy it that would have been one of my least favorite i still liked it i still always you know drank it when it was offered to me but now it's one that i really like and bougie used to be my favorite but now you know i'm really leaning towards dreamer a lot so it's like it's hard for me to pick one because i always mix it up i always have i don't even, i don't try to drink two back to back each day i'd have a dreamer one day the next day has got to be a different one and the next after that it's got to be a different one And then I start the cycle over. So it's not like I I gravitate towards one or the other. I try to drink them evenly, I guess. Mostly because of the diversity there. I like having a little bit of mixed flavors. You know, I don't want to drink the same exact thing every single day. Which is probably where I got into, like, drinking soda a lot. I always drink the exact same Mm -hmm. thing every single day. And I got addicted to that flavor. Dr. Pepper every day. (laughs) So now I'm trying to mix things up a little bit. I guess if I had to pick one, I'd say Dreamer right now. I had that today for lunch. It was on point. I really liked it. So I'd say Dreamer.
1: You guys, he's just way too nice. Did you notice that all of his ratings were like super positive and like always had something really nice to say? Or if he had something constructive to say, it was still with a twist of being super nice. So it's nice. I love it. You're a breath of fresh air. You really are. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So out of all of these, did you have a favorite? We had the Health Aid, Blood Orange Carrot, Ginger, Brew Doctor Kombucha, Hum, GTs, and then the Forage Kombucha. Did you have a favorite out of all those?
0: Uh, well, I'm a little biased because I really want you to bring your beet flavor back. <laughs> so GT's Beet Heartbeat uh, Kombucha. I mean, I really did enjoy that. In fact, I might finish off that bottle tonight. But, I mean, not just to talk up anybody else and the, totally rating free. I thought all these kombuchas were good. I thought all their bottles. I mean, like Lydia said, I, I spent a lot of time with the labels. So now I'm reading these guys' labels, and they look good. They look very good. It gives us some more goals to reach towards with our labels. So that's kind of the other lens i'm looking at these things through and i would drink any one of these kombuchas again i actually really would i enjoyed all and it's uh it's making me think of some new flavors we might even try <laughs>
1: Man, I'm just still going back to who would have thunk that I would be on a podcast with my husband trying kombuchas five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> It just makes me laugh. But yeah, I this has been so cool. I, I probably really enjoyed the most the first one, the hopped grapefruit, just because that hops flavor was super dimensional to me. But like you were saying that you like different kombuchas on different days. I might go to the grocery store and pick out something completely different, so it's always neat to know that there are so many different kombucha creators out there, and it's been so cool to be able to connect with so many brewers right now online. I'm I'm becoming more friends with you guys on Instagram. It's just a really welcoming world. In fact, this podcast was actually inspired by uh, another kombucha brewery, Thrive uh, Kombucha, if you guys have heard of them before. They actually have their own podcast, the Thrive Kombucha Podcast, if you guys are looking for another brewing podcast, I would definitely check them out but yeah they tried out a bunch of kombuchas in their area too and I just thought how fun would that be to do on this podcast so this has been a real treat and even more fun than I got to do it with my my lovely husband Sean yeah I think this is really cool to try out if you guys have some time and you wanted to check out your grocery store and check out some maybe even like local kombucha uh, Brands—it's just so cool, even to go to the grocery store and see kombucha on the shelves. And more and more people know what kombucha is. It's just so encouraging. It's mm-hmm. awesome. So if you guys can try this out, it'd be really neat to hear what you try, uh, what you didn't like, what you did like, and it's just something cool to do.
0: Yeah, kombucha flights should definitely be a thing.
1: Oh, we're That's, totally all, that's do what
0: that. I just got out of this tonight. Is I've never had this many kombuchas in one sitting, and especially when I started drinking kombucha right at first, I was nervous about it because I had. You know, Lydia would try one and I didn't like that flavor. I'm like, well, why would I ever want to try a different one? But after drying five of these just now, they were all completely different. Not a single one of these brands or flavors was any bit similar. Even the ones that had similar notes, like Ginger, one was Ginger Ford, the ginger that was in the back on another one. Kombucha Flights definitely is a good way to just kind of experience it. You know, get five people together, split five bottles five ways. And see what you come up with. See what you like.
1: Yeah. And speaking of like moving into a tap room one day, I totally think kombucha flights is a thing. And it'd, oh, yeah. it'd be really cool to have. People would like it. Uh, yeah, I think so. I that's think it'd be you, really that's cool. That's how you
0: taste everything. Mm-hmm. Then you go home with a six pack of the one you like, or if you like them all, mix it up a little bit. You know, there's, it, it's, it's a good way to expose yourself to a lot of different flavor notes. I mean, they do it with beer, so obviously they crack the code there.
1: <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Yeah, definitely try it out yourself. But yeah, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you guys listening in. And you're more than welcome to email me if you have any questions, comments. If you have a favorite kombucha or even your least favorite kombucha, we're interested. I would love for you guys to share that with us. You can email at livingfullkombucha at gmail.com. Or make sure to follow us on social media at livingfullkombucha. But in the meantime, I'm going to cheers. Be well and cheers. Cheers.